The information provided herein is for training and educational purposes only and is not for solicitation. Investment advisory services offered through Sound Income Strategies, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisory firm. Johnson Wealth and Income Management and Sound Income Strategies, LLC are not associated entities. Welcome to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program, brought to you by the Retirement Income Store and Matthew Johnson, owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management and author of The Capitalized Life. Are you living the life you want? Are you as prepared for retirement as you believe you should be? What are your goals for retirement and how are you going to reach them? In the next 30 minutes of today's program, let's explore the principles necessary to live the capitalized life and the retirement of your dreams. And good morning. Welcome to this episode of The Capitalized Life and Retirement. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. Hope you're having a beautiful morning. So today, big news, and it's kind of old news, but depending upon when you listen to this show and how long it may be, there's some rules that have just been passed by Congress that are going to really affect you for the rest of your life, potentially, as it pertains to retirement. So recently, we knew that there had been some proposed regulation that was called the SECURE Act, and the SECURE Act had passed right through the House of Representatives, but there was a little bit of angst. We didn't know if it was going to pass with all of the impeachment proceedings and all the other things that our government seems to be very busy with, but we won't go down that road. We're just basically going to stay focused here on the SECURE Act, and the SECURE Act is something that is basically going to be changing the way that you deal with your pre-tax money. So let's take just a few moments and discuss the different types of money that you have in your life. So most of us don't really realize that we have so many different types of money in our lives. And of course, this doesn't apply to every single one of us, but most of us have pre-tax money. And pre-tax money is money that we have either A, set aside before we even got paid our paycheck, which is going to be through wage garnishment or wage withholding. It's money that we put into, say, our 401ks, maybe our simple IRAs, our 457 plans, that sort of thing. If you're a teacher, maybe it's a TSA or a 403b. But these are all dollars that we've never seen, and those dollars have never been taxed. Now, you can have these things that are called individual IRAs, And individual IRAs are dollars that we have taken and we have earned them. We've paid the income tax on them, but then we have deposited those dollars into our individual retirement account. And as a result, if we were doing it the right way and our tax preparer was doing the right thing for us, those dollars would have then been deducted off from our income tax and we got a deduction. Now, with that being said, That's what makes a pre-tax dollar a pre-tax dollar. It's money that we have never paid taxes on, or when we made the deposit, we got a tax deduction for it, as if to say that we never paid the taxes on it. And as a result, that money has never seen the light of day. That money is money that has never been taxed. So therefore, the IRS doesn't want us going to our grave without taking and paying something on it. That's the reason that we have these things called required minimum distributions. And the rule was that anything prior to December 31st, 2019, anything prior to that, if you turned 70 and a half and you had a pre-tax account, 
you were required to begin taking money from that pre-tax account in small increments every single year so that you could pay taxes on it. And every year that you aged, the amount of money that you had to withdraw, you would have to take more and more so that you could pay more and more taxes because you were getting closer and closer to death. Well, now with the SECURE Act, they have passed new regulation on January 1st of 2020. What that now does is that allows you to wait until age 72. So essentially, you have been able to pick up an additional year and a half. Now, that's great news for many of you. And the reason that that's great news is this means that you're going to have at least a year and a half more to allow yourself to accumulate more dollars. It's going to give you another year and a half in order to be able to, say, proceed with some Roth conversions. These things are all very valuable things to you. And so we're going to break this down a little bit today, and we're going to help you better understand what the possibilities may be for you. I'd like you to reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some educational materials that I know will be of value, and we'll email them to you or we'll throw them in the mail to you if you prefer. If you have questions, we will answer them. So take the first step, reach out at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Now, before I begin, I also want to give you a little bit of insight that I don't know that all of us as financial advisors and institutions know all of the rules. Oftentimes what happens when legislation is passed, we may get maybe 70% of the story, but we may not know all of the particulars. And there's always instances out there where we may have certain circumstances, very unique circumstances, and we don't have any letter rulings from the IRS. We don't have anything in particular that really indicates for us what we're to do in every single circumstance. So that's a little bit of my disclaimer to let you know that I don't know everything about this new law, but the things that I do know, I want to be able to share with you today. Now, we also want to acknowledge that the IRS is paying attention to how long we're living. And we have to acknowledge that over the course of the last two, three, four decades, life expectancy has been going which direction? Has it been going down? Has life expectancy been getting shorter? Of course not. It's been getting longer and longer. And so one of the other things that is very impactful within the SECURE Act that has been passed now is the fact that it is very likely, it's something that I have not personally seen just yet, but it is very, very likely because they were trying to pass this with a brand new life expectancy table. And what that means is that hopefully not only are you going to be able to have the ability of delaying taking these things called required minimum distributions until you're 72 now, but the amount that you will be required to take may end up being even less than what those that are having to take RMDs today are taking or anything prior to December 31st of 2019. So as a result, there's two very huge potential benefits here that are going to allow a person to be able to take and delay taking money out of their pre-tax accounts. And when they do take it, they'll be able to take less. Now, with that being said, what does that allow you to do? Well, of course, as I said earlier, you can 
now have a year and a half extra to be able to help grow the account. That's always a good thing, right? If you don't have any kind of forced distribution, it's going to allow you to grow the account depending upon how you invest your money. But there is a more important component here, and that is, I believe, taking advantage of current tax law. If we think about current tax law and how we're sitting and enjoying the benefits of a 12% tax bracket versus a 15% tax bracket, if we understand that we're enjoying a 22% tax bracket versus a 25% tax bracket, and we consider the fact that, yes, even though the economy doesn't seem to be growing quite at the pace that President Trump had wanted, the economy is definitely growing. But there's one other thing in our country that is growing by leaps and bounds every single day, and that's our national deficit. And so when we think about it from a very logical perspective, we have to acknowledge that we are going to likely see in the future the real potential of increased tax brackets and increased tax rates. And so as a result, I try to encourage clients to be very, very studious and having discussions with their tax preparers to consider the benefit, maybe not today, but the benefit down the road of taking money from their pre-tax accounts and transferring those dollars or doing what's called a Roth conversion, moving money from their IRAs or from their 401ks into a Roth. Now, of course, that is a taxable situation there. When I take out $20,000 from my IRA and I put that into my Roth, I'm now going to report and pay taxes on $20,000. But the reality is, is that if you now know that you have another year and a half to potentially two years, depending upon your age, well, it would be an extra several years before you got to 72. That means that now you've got more time frame to be able to roll money from your IRAs or your pre-tax accounts into your Roths. And what does that mean for you? It means that you will have the ability of potentially taking out a little less and not having to sustain quite as much taxation. So this is a very helpful law that I think is not only going to help you in your ability of growing your money, but it may also help you in giving you a much broader time frame in order to be able to make those Roth conversions. If your advisor, your institution that you work with is not having proactive discussions with you about Roth conversions, they need to be. You need to be understanding the pros and the cons of this. Now, with that being said, we also know that there's potentially some other changes that are coming down the pike. But before I get into those changes, may I forewarn you that if you are already 70 and a half by now, even though this law is pertaining to those who have not yet obtained 70 and a half, you're really not going to get quite the benefit out of the law that those that haven't reached 70 and a half yet are going to be enjoying. Now, I know that that doesn't seem fair, but that's the law. So if you're already to this age where you're 70 and a half or older, you're already taking required minimum distributions, about the only thing that I can see that's really going to affect you out of this SECURE Act is going to be the fact that you will be able to potentially draw a smaller percentage from your pre-tax accounts now instead of having to take the normal distribution rates that are based upon the old life expectancy tables. So keep in mind that your life really hasn't changed a lot. You're still going to be on the hook for those RMDs, just like 
future people will be on the hook when they turn 72. Now, with that, we're coming up on a break, and we want to finish up and come to a conclusion about the rest of this SECURE Act and how the benefits are going to be potentially very helpful to you. But there's a couple of other things to keep in mind we want to address with regards to what happens when you die now with those that would inherit any of your pre-tax accounts. And this is going to be something you don't want to miss. If you have questions about today's discussion, I'm going to encourage you to reach out to me. Call our office at 866-290-3837. If you have questions, we will do our best to answer them for you. Take the first step. Reach out at 866-290-3837. Again, that's 866-290-3837. So stick with us. We will be right back after this message. Do you understand the difference between investing for growth and investing for income? That's okay. Most folks don't. Investing for growth is your typical Wall Street portfolio full of stocks and mutual funds. The problem is, in order to physically obtain any real money that you can use for your day-to-day expenses, you have to sell them, which means you don't own them anymore. So now you have either far less to generate that growth, or worse yet, you don't have anything left to create more growth for next month's expenses. On the other side of the coin, when you invest for income, your hard-earned retirement dollars are invested in products that may provide steady, predictable cash put directly into your bank account month after month to help provide for your retirement. For your free, no-obligation, growth versus income information kit, call 866-290-3837 to learn how to transform from your high-risk, big-fee Wall Street growth portfolio into a steady, predictable, income-generating retirement plan. Call 866-290-3837. That's 866 866- Two nine zero three eight three seven, or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. Would you take your grandchildren out for ice cream and try to pay for it using your stock certificates? No, that would be ridiculous. Instead, you would use your income. So why then do so many retirees make one of the biggest financial mistakes? dipping into their savings instead of relying on income during retirement. The good news? It's completely avoidable. To learn more about the Retirement Income Store, call your local Retirement Income Specialist, Matthew Johnson of Johnson Wealth and Income Management at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Thanks for listening to our show today. In retirement, you only get one chance to get it right, and we know that proper information leads to informed decisions. And that's why we hold free informational workshops in our area every month. Topics like Social Security, RMDs, the latest retirement tax strategies, IRAs, estate planning, and so much more. For dates and times of the next free workshop in your area, just pick up the phone. Give us a call today. Call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com.
And welcome back to this episode of the Capitalized Life and Retirement. I'm your host, Matthew Johnson, president and owner of Johnson Wealth and Income Management. I hope you're having a wonderful morning. And thanks so much for sticking around if you were a part of the first portion of this episode. And if you're just joining us, we are talking today about the SECURE Act. And the SECURE Act is brand new legislation that has just recently been passed. And it's very, very valuable. And it has the potential to be able to create a lot of great, wonderful benefits in your life if you happen to be part of the age group that it's going to be really directed towards. So let's go back and just have a little bit of review. First and foremost, we have a lot of different kinds of money in our life. We have pre-tax money, which most of us have if we've worked a job where we had retirement benefits like a 401k or a 403b, 457 plan, that sort of thing. Some of us, even if we don't have that, we might have individual IRA accounts. And those individual IRA accounts are basically dollars that we have gotten a tax deduction for by depositing those dollars into that retirement account. And so as a result, those accounts are also pre-tax. And this SECURE Act is basically changing the way that people are now going to be interacting with their money. Because you see, up until this point, if you were 70 and a half, you were going to have to begin taking these forced minimum distributions. They are forced. And the reason that they say that they're forced is because, trust me, if you don't take your required minimum distribution in the right way, you don't take the right amount, you don't take it at the right time, you're going to be facing a 50% penalty. And that's pretty steep. So you're going to acquiesce. You're going to follow the instructions and you're going to do what you need to do in order to get those required minimum distributions distributed to you. But today, the SECURE Act is changing a lot of that by not only allowing a person to now delay taking those required minimum distributions from 70 and a half to age 72, meaning if you haven't turned 70 and a half by December 31st, of 2019, now you do not have to begin taking RMDs, these required minimum distributions. Now you can wait until age 72 to take those RMDs. And the rule is going to be in the year in which you turn 72. Okay. So this allows you a wonderful benefit because you're now going to be able to essentially delay for another year and a half to two years taking these things. So you can start to Take a little bit of ease and understanding that now you have two more years to try to accumulate and grow your dollars. And number two, I believe now you're going to be able to be given the opportunity to have a little bit of an easier time in doing Roth conversions. That's moving money from the pre-tax accounts to a tax-free account, which is the Roth IRA. And you see, if you don't have this time crunch like you did have, now you can feel a little bit better about taking maybe a smaller amount of money from your pre-tax account and putting it into your Roth IRA. And that's going to be okay. That's going to allow you to pay a little less in tax. Now, number two is the IRS is now restructuring their mortality tables. It's my understanding that they looked at life expectancy and logically concluded that we're living longer than ever before. And so as a result, now we have the potential of being able to take a smaller percentage for a required minimum distribution. And that's going to be a benefit because not only are they giving us a longer period of time before we have to start taking 
but when we do have to start taking, now we'll be able to take a smaller amount. So if you have questions about today's discussion, you have questions that you want to have answered, I'm going to encourage you, do the right thing and reach out to me at 866-290-3837. My team will put together some materials for you that I know will be of value, and we'll email them to you or we'll toss them in the mail if you prefer. If you have questions, I will do my very best to spend a few moments to answer those questions for you. So take the first step. Reach out to us at 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Now, one of the most subjective areas of pre-tax money is what happens when a person dies. And of course, you know, I'm on the front end when I'm working with my clients And we're putting together plans for them so that they can safely accumulate money and that they can more appropriately grow the money based upon the life stage that they're in for most individuals. And you may be a part of this group, like nine out of 10 of my clients, you would feel more comfortable the closer you get to retirement, having your money safer and safer so that your money wasn't exposed to a lot of risk and a lot of volatility. But more importantly than that, I'm also on the distribution side. Not only am I on the distribution side, as in you have retired and now Social Security and maybe your pension is not enough for you to live on, and you need to start utilizing some of the money that you've saved for retirement. But I'm also on the distribution phase where when a client passes away, if they have money sitting in pre-tax accounts, those dollars need to go somewhere. And this is one of the areas that the SECURE Act also addressed. Right, wrong, or indifferent, I can't really say as of right now. But we had typically, if you were, say, a spouse or a child of a client, if you were a spouse, it wasn't technically a big deal because the pre-tax accounts always have beneficiary designations. And so if I were your spouse and I passed away and I had listed you as my beneficiary, you're simply going to take over my IRA as my spouse, and my IRA is going to become now your IRA. And that's not a big deal. However, now we're in a situation where if we are a child, where we have three different ways to take the money, we could take a lump sum, we could take it out over the course of, say, five years, or we could take it out over the course of our lifetime. The SECURE Act has changed some rules now where we had to have all of the money expelled out of the account within a period of five years. Now, the IRS is giving us the ability of taking all the money out over the course of 10 years. Now, that is tremendously valuable to you, especially if you're the child. Because you see, if I'm a child and I'm working and I have maybe a spouse that's also working and I'm making income and we have a two income household, and all of a sudden mom or dad dies and I receive pre-tax money, well, what is that likely to do with my tax bracket? It's likely to throw it into the next higher one. And so as a result, now children are being given the opportunity to have a longer time frame to take their money from these pre-tax accounts. Now, I have to admit, one of the things that I'm not real certain on is whether or not they're going to give children the opportunity to be able to do an inherited IRA where they can keep taking just small itty bitty bits of money from their account for the rest of their life. 
that was talked about as being kept. It was also talked about being scrapped and just simply going to the 10-year rule. So more on that later. But one of the things that we do want to know is if you are potentially one of the recipients, you've had a parent that has passed away, and you know that your mom or your dad had pre-tax accounts, now you're going to have a greater deal of flexibility with regards to how long you can take this money and stay compliant. And you'll be able to do it in such a way that hopefully it's now going to be more beneficial for you tax-wise, so you won't be thrust, say, from the 12% tax bracket into the 22% tax bracket. Now, with that, we still need to go back and we need to confirm some of the basics. When it comes to your pre-tax money, and you're getting closer and closer to retirement, if you've been watching the stock market like all of us have been, you've been absolutely amazed at how the market has been reacting. You know, we've got a lot of things that could be considered terrible news, bad news. We've got impeachment proceedings. We've got trade talks that haven't gone through with China. We've got the feds and what they do and how they manipulate interest rates and what that does to the market. And yet the stock market has been very resilient. It's been continuing to just tear onwards and upwards. But the anxiety and the gut instinct of so many investors today is that there's going to be a point at which this is no longer going to continue to happen. In other words, the stock market is going to come to a point where it's grown as much as it's going to grow, and now it's going to revert back into more volatility. This reminds me very much of back when Alan Greenspan was testifying to Congress. And Alan Greenspan made this comment. He said, what I'm observing within our stock market is what I call irrational exuberance. And it's very, very true. Even the White House is getting into this and saying, well, we know that in 2020, the stock market's going to get to 30,000. Well, let me ask you, do they actually know that? And if they do, how do they know it? So we have to consider potentially the source. We have to ask ourselves, is it really reality that it's going to continue to go onward and upward all the way through election? I don't know. The other thing that we need to consider is, is it worth the risk that you're taking? You know, oftentimes I ask people to consider if they went to a casino and the casino table said, if you win, you win 10 bucks, but if you lose, you lose 50, to consider whether they'd really play the game. And it is possible that this market can continue to go onward and upward, but we all know in the heart of our hearts that it can't continue to go on forever. And if you're hoping to get maybe another 5 or another 10% out of the stock market, but you're risking a 50 or 60% downside, is it really worth it? Is it really worth it to hang on? Now, if you took a majority of your winnings off the table today and say you only left a third of your money in the stock market, maybe that would be a much better approach. As you get closer to retirement, you need to just consider that there's two ways to make money on your money. The first way is risky, and that's investing in the market and crossing your fingers and toes, hoping it goes up. But the second way that you can make money on your money is through that of focusing on income. You see, if you were to focus your dollars that you've accumulated and that you've watched explode over the course of the last, say, five, six months, and you take those winnings off the table and now you put those dollars into something that's safer, And you put those dollars where they're earning, say, 
five, six, maybe 7% interest in dividends, depending upon what you chose to invest in, and you focused on the income. Let me ask you, if your money was safer and your money was able to still continue to grow, maybe not as fast, as quickly, but it was able to continue to grow at a reasonable rate every single year, would that be a way for you to sleep better at night? And would it not be true that if you get paid interest and dividends, those are real dollars, your net worth still grew? And isn't it true that your dollars could then be used for income? Just consider that even though the IRS has given you a longer time frame to required minimum distributions, that just gives you all the more opportunity to be able to take your dollars and be able to invest for income and continue to safely grow those dollars between now and your age 72. Well, we're out of time for today, but hopefully this little bird's eye view into the SECURE Act has helped you understand the law maybe a little bit better. If you would like to give me a call, I'd be happy to take a few minutes out of my day to communicate with you some of the finer points that we've talked about today. Give me a call. Telephone number is 866-290-3837. Again, that number is 866-290-3837. And may I remind you that it is up to you to make it a great day. I'm Matthew Johnson. Thanks so much for listening. And my blessings to all of you. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to the Capitalized Life and Retirement Program with Matthew Johnson. Brought to you by the Retirement Income Store. To schedule 15 minutes with Matthew, call 866-290-3837. That's 866-290-3837. Or visit johnsonwim.com. That's johnsonwim.com. 